All right, Wendy, we're going to get this thing going. It is week seven of college football. We're in it to win it. We have consistently done a podcast twice a week for a long time. We Congratulations. Have. Let's round of applause. Round of applause, please. Good job, Trey. Good job, Wendy. Thanks, buddy. All right. I, I, I want to do I want to start this off by saying one thing. I, I want to take a moment to thank all the football players that go out there on Saturday and lay it on the line every week. These guys are out there hitting, running, playing, entertaining yes. the masses. So let's 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 give them a round of applause. Round of applause round to all applause. the players. All the players. Good job. Well, except for the Ole Miss players that faked injuries. All the other <laughs> ones, round of applause. So <laughs> that's just one thing that I love watching. It. I take it away every week, Wendy, that these guys are out there giving it all they've got for us, the fans. Uh, they probably want to make money in the NFL too. Right. But, but hey, uh, you got to do what you got to do. Whitney, we got a big slate here. Gosh, yeah. So many things happen. We're going to start with Alabama, Mississippi State. We are not going to go in any order. Alabama, Mississippi State. Alabama goes to Mississippi State, and everybody wanted to see how Alabama would react. Yep. And we reacted and responded the way that I thought we would. But, but Trey, final score was... Final score, Wendy, I'm slipping over here. The final score of the Alabama-Mississippi State game was 49 Alabama, 9 Mississippi State. Okay, so I'm, I'm super pumped for the win. I thought we looked better, but I, I do want to make this extremely clear. I still don't think we look that good. I am still not overly impressed with our defense. I'm not overly impressed with our secondary. I'm not overly impressed with our offensive line. So... Good win. Glad we won it. Got us back up into the uh, top four. Excited about that. But, man, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just – I'm not feeling it this year. I don't think we're bad. I, I don't – I want to make this very clear. I just – it doesn't feel like the same vibe as it's been the last couple years. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be as dominant. But what we did want to see was we want to see Alabama with some turnovers. Mm -hmm. Alabama gets those turnovers. Um, you know, probably – you know, probably kind of – had an all call with this defense and said, listen, we've got to get some turnovers to start making some plays. If you're going to let these teams score, you're, you know, they might score some. You've got to get some turnovers to, to counteract that. Bryce Young throws for 348 yards. Um, Michi uh, has 117 yes. yards. Thought he looked really good. But the defense did play good. Will Anderson Jr. is an All-American. He's the best player on the field. Totally agree. And he's unbelievable. Yeah, so, totally agree. Alabama, good win. Alabama continues to roll. Now we are going to go, what do we want to hit up? Georgia, Kentucky. Sure. Georgia, Kentucky. Georgia... Georgia is like watching Alabama 10 years ago. Yep. They just, they, they suffocate you the entire game. And Georgia just is... is they're just, dominant. There is no doubt they are number one in the country, as well they should be. This defense, like you said, so suffocating. They're going after this quarterback. You don't have time to breathe if you're their opponent. Um, I thought Kentucky, though, uh, especially quarter one to one and a half. I thought, I thought they looked well. I don't know if you watched a lot of that game. I did, but you know, Kentucky stopped them quite a few times. Kentucky's defense played well. Kentucky's nothing to shy away from. I still think Kentucky's going to have a great season. Um, obviously was hoping for a little bit more points, yeah. you know, but you know, this, the most interesting thing to me is that there is still an actual debate on Stetson and JT Daniels. I mean, is JT Daniels real? Is he like a real person? Does anybody know if he exactly like if he exists? 
exists? I think he does exist. Okay, okay. I didn't know because he's not playing, so right. I wasn't sure. Right. I think he does. I think he does exist, and you know, I think they're just kind of making sure he's one hundred percent healthy for this stretch run. Before they put him in. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're winning right now, you don't want to rush this injury back because if he relapses, you're out another four, five, six weeks, and, yeah. and they might need a more dynamic quarterback towards for, the end of the year. Yeah, towards the end of the year, and at this point, it looks like they won't need him until the playoffs. Right. Right, so, that's true. Um, uh, but good game, Georgia. Still rolling. Still rolling. Florida LSU. Oh, what a game. Now, this is a back-and-forth football game. Florida LSU goes uh, – Florida scores 42 points. LSU scores 49 points. And basically a back-and-forth marathon affair that LSU comes out on top. Yep. Florida and Dan Mullen cannot figure it out. Mm-mm. I've said it a million times. Dan Mullen is – he. He's just an eight and four coach. He's an, I, I, and he's kind of goofy. So I, this guy is what he is. Um, and probably the biggest news of the week, Wendy, is Coach O is out at LSU. He's out at the end of the year. But my favorite thing that came out of that interview is he said he's probably made enough money to get a hamburger every now and then. So I guess that's what he wants to do is maybe retire and go eat some hamburgers. Well, I, I, but but I will tell you. Before that game, I thought, okay, well, Ed Ogeron, you know, he really needs to win this game. Now I'm starting to wonder about Dan Mullen. I mean, I'm with you. I think the guys in eight and four, I'd have never left Mississippi State. I think that he had a, had a good thing going at Mississippi State. I know he wanted to be at Florida. I know he's from Florida, blah, blah, blah. But now I'm starting to wonder if he's going to be on the hook here this year by the end of the year or maybe next year. Well, he's a good enough coach that, that somebody, you know, somebody would want him. But, you know, the Florida fans are not patient. You no. know, just like a lot of SEC schools, they're no. not patient down there. So we'll have to keep an I don't eye know if they that. need to be. They get talent, Trey. Yeah, I they mean, get, yeah, they Florida's get, talented. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And and they've got the big game coming up in two weeks against Georgia, yeah. which we thought was going to be a good game, which does not, not look, look like, like a good game. Now, yep. um, I'd like to see that Richardson kid probably play more um, in that Georgia game. Me too. All Me right. too. Let's bounce to the Auburn football uh. Tigers. Everybody's favorite Auburn football Tigers versus the Arkansas Razorback. They were in Arkansas this week. Whitty, Arkansas only scores uh, 23 points. Right. Now, Auburn scores 38 points. Yes. And as we have said many times in our podcast, the object is to score more points than your opponent. Yep. Auburn pulls away late in a back-and-forth game. Yes. Some questionable ref calls mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. We've got fumbles. We've got spots. We've got pass interference, and the balls are being thrown halfway into the thing. And guess what? We have a new Heisman candidate. Oh, yeah, Bo Nix. Bo Nix is now labeled the magician Heisman Trophy candidate. And he could bring Auburn all the way this year. Wendy, your thoughts? I mean, my thoughts are always, Bo Nix is a terrible quarterback, and I also think he's a terrible teammate. I don't like the kid. But let me tell you what they do with this Auburn quarterback. Every other week, they love this kid. So when Auburn's not doing well, he's the worst thing that's ever happened to Auburn football. And I know these commentators have to have things to talk about. But you're going to call this guy a magician? You're going to compare him to people like Tim Tebow? Like, what is wrong with you? Are you watching the game that I'm actually watching right but but it's either there's nothing else to talk about on on that team now granted he bounces around man this kid can make some things happen but he's not a good quarterback but mostly he's not a good teammate I don't think well yeah and you don't really know that unless you're down there and I know we're just fans talking sure. about it but you know sure. what what you're trying to get Bo Nix to do is hit a deep pass well what does he do he hits a deep pass right. this game and right. what happens they end up they end up winning the game so 
Is this who Bo Nix is, or is Bo Nix the Bo Nix that we think he is? Bo Nix is an average football player, at best, who every other week, Trey, what was it, a week ago they had the backup quarterback in, or the week before that where they put the backup in because he couldn't do anything? This guy's the least consistent player in college football, but now he's a magician, the best quarterback Auburn's ever had. I mean, how much does Auburn pay the commentators is what I want to (laughs) know. I don't know. Are they getting free dinner at at the rib rack down there? I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, and probably more of the story of the game in the Auburn game was just the Auburn defense. Absolutely. The Auburn defense ends up having a sack fumble that scores a touchdown that really changed the whole momentum of the game. Yep. So Auburn's defense is kind of coming along, and and, and Wendy, it's a crash course to Alabama-Auburn and all Auburn this year. Absolutely, because they were at the Plains this week, right? They were in Auburn this week? No, they were in Arkansas they this week. Arkansas. They were in Arkansas this week. So crash course, Alabama, Auburn at the end of the year, get your popcorn ready. Get your popcorn ready, or golf balls, whichever one you want to bring to the table. Golf balls, I mean, apparently they're popular this week. Wendy, let's get into the let's Tennessee Ole Miss. Let's get into this game. We're Ooh. going to Tennessee Ole Miss. Tennessee Ole Miss was a night game yep. in Neyland Stadium. They have lights. They have a full house. It is packed. Ole Miss scores 31 points. Tennessee scores 26 points. And probably one of the more entertaining games of the day. It was late. The crowd was juiced. I just want to ask you a quick question. Have you ever thought about bringing a golf ball to a football game? No, but I have thought about bringing a full can of mustard. (laughs) (laughs) The stuff on this field, y'all, was insane. But you know what? Honestly, to me, the news of this game that, of course, nobody's talking about on TV, but I will talk about it, is the injuries. This was a problem. Now, look, there's no rule, right? So if that's the game Lane Kiffin wants to play, but every single time Tennessee started doing well and running that that hurry-up offense, and they were being successful, very successful, this is what this guy would come in and do. And that's what got the fans so rowdy. People don't understand. This wasn't just one bad call. And then all of a sudden, the place went nuts. Right, right. Well, there was a call earlier in the game where Tennessee strips the quarterback, Mm -hmm. Corral, and runs it back for a touchdown. And you have a place literally going bonkers. They come back, don't really give a good explanation of why it's not a touchdown. Right. And and so things progressed. I think I heard today there was 18 18 times Ole Miss had players down on the Mm -hmm. field in the second Second half. half. Yes. So that is something that, it's got to be addressed, man. It's got to be addressed. It know, does. At some point, you have to charge timeouts. You have right. to do something to curb some of this stuff. And like we said at the beginning of our of our pod today, we love these players. I love watching these players give it all they got. If you're hurt, you're hurt. And if you're not, you're not. And, you know, you get people go, oh, we had a guy really hurt and the fans are booing and all this. Other. Well, when you have 18 guys right. it's like down the, boy on the that field, cried, yeah. yeah. It's like the boy that cried wolf. What right. are we? Get this point, Trey. This became the longest game of the day right. because of injuries. So as a fan sitting here pulling for Tennessee, they looked so good, y'all. If you didn't watch that game, Tennessee is really looking good. They were playing hard, Trey. Good play calling. And in I understand if there's not a rule, Lane Kiffin can do what he wants. But for Lane Kiffin to to really act like this was about one bad call, the officiating was terrible, in my opinion, for a right. lot of that game. Right. But I, but I think my my 
do we need to be throwing things on the field? Absolutely not. It, but, it, it was. Well, let me get to that. Let me get to that. So, so at the end of the game, there's a spot, there's yeah. a fourth down and 17 or fourth down and 20, whatever it is. Well, the Tennessee guy, it looks like he got the first me, down. I mean, it's a bang, bang play. The official that has to mark this. And I was telling somebody that I was with Saturday night. I was like, the guy that has to mark this is coming from so far down the field. It's really hard to see the right angle on it. Yep. And, 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 you know, so so they don't get that spot. The irony of this, mm-hmm. mass chaos starts, and there's stuff people throwing stuff on the field. 30-minute delay, right? Yeah, about, about a 20, 30-minute 30 30 delay. Yep. The Tennessee Vols, they stop them on three straight plays when play resumed. Tennessee basically has the ball back there with about 20 seconds of game clock off. That yep. was what was the irony part of it. So everything worked in Tennessee's favor. I cannot stand the fact that uh, Hooker got hurt. Me too. I'm still it. waiting on a on an update from that, and and I just I haven't heard that at, while we're doing I this don't, podcast. I don't know why they're. I think possibly Trey. It could be because they're playing Alabama. They don't want to give Alabama a heads up of who. Right. I mean, we know if Milton's in that Alabama's going to kill him. I think they've got a much better chance with Hooker. Right. But you know that kid played so hard Love Saturday Hooker. night. Man. Love Hooker. And then Milton comes in, throws a decent pass there that could have got caught, but then he runs out of bounds. Yeah. Bounds at the end of the game and Wendy let's don't bring I mean let's 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 tread lightly here do you think this guy was mad and ran out of bounds I do and I told you that I think this guy could have cared less I think that when he lost his starting job that was his mind left it he he'll probably enter the transfer portal again this year and he's not into it but but I think what's so sad for Tennessee is it is imperative that they have a good year this year it's imperative so I just, I feel like the officiating was not what it should have been. But I also feel like people trying to act like these guys got one bad call and started trashing the field. Right. That's not okay. But Trey, how many games have we gone to where people have thrown stuff? So just maybe not a golf ball, maybe not a full can of mustard, <laughs> maybe not Papa John's pizza boxes and maybe not full beers. But I have been hit with, with stuff flying from sure, above. Sure. And I mean, I, I just feel like, I had a lot of friends that were there and they just said that with the players getting hurt and like, they're so passionate sure, to needing these sure. wins. Um, but it's not okay to throw things on the field guys. Well, like if and, any of y'all are listening, don't throw things on the field. Well, we've got that. And, and but I kind of saw it differently. I know it's bad. It's not good and don't do it. And I get that part, but I will tell you one thing. It was entertaining. It was entertaining. I mean, when it, the girl got hit in the face with a chicken nugget, it was entertaining. You know, I don't <laughs> want anybody to get hurt, but you're sitting there on a Saturday night after a long day of football yeah. with a really close game, and now this happens. It's like watching a a a, a movie, and there's so much entertainment right. involved in it that that it actually made the. Made well, let the, me tell uh, you on that golf ball, and I mean, honestly, who does come to these? games with with golf balls but besides the point y'all I watched that replay because they showed it about 17,000 times they were whoever threw the golf ball was probably a foot off from hitting him slap in the back of the head oh, I, I mean know. it was a little I mean oh, that's it's completely it, dangerous it's completely, it's completely dangerous outrageous, it's outrageous yes. but there was but some entertainment factor was a hundred so All right, so Tennessee goes down we're just gonna jump through a few more here and jump off um, Texas A&M does go and beat Missouri so yep. Texas A&M stays hot um, South Carolina squeaks one out, out with Vandy. Uh, with Vandy, good end of the game though. Good end of the game. Uh, you have your Iowa. Yes, who we swore we would not pull for. Ooh. They go down to Purdue. Purdue scores twenty four points. Iowa scores seven. 
Iowa is done. Yes. Your boys in Cincinnati, Wendy. Cincinnati is still undefeated. They score 56 points. UCF scores 21 points. Oh, Gus, he couldn't pull out Gus. But I think Gus had some family issues. They mm-hmm. were having a grandchild being born. I think he actually had to leave, leave the game at one point. I think everything's fine with that. We're glad everything's okay with him and his family. Cincinnati's still on a roll. Oklahoma- good for Cincinnati, too, though. I'm I'm excited for Cincinnati. I mean, they can't beat anybody in the top four, but good for Cincinnati. Okay. Now we have Oklahoma. Oklahoma beats TCU 52-31 to in this Williams guy oh, is yeah. now your starting quarterback. And Oklahoma does not squeak by. They actually win in a convincing mm-hmm. manner. So I, I, we don't have time to talk much about old Rattler, but I feel like maybe Rattler might might be a little ticked off. I mean, not celebrating with the team, not being excited for the team. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're spoiled with, with Jalen Hurts and Tua, the way that Jalen Hurts handled himself with class, right? This guy ain't handling it with class, in my opinion. So it'll be interesting to see what Rattler does. Right. They're young kids. They're emotional. You know, hey, you know, try to try to figure it out. Michigan State is still undefeated, yeah, Wendy. I know. Michigan State is still undefeated. They beat Indiana 20-15. Yep. to 15. Oklahoma State is still, still undefeated. undefeated. They beat Texas 32-24. to 24. Texas gets another big lead and cannot yep. hold Can't it. Can't hold it. You have got to hold the ropes. We've got some undefeated teams out there. And, Wendy, that is pretty much the scope of the football. It was a great week. Great week. Had a great time. It was football from 12 o'clock till basically 12 o'clock at night. And um, I love college football. I do, too. And Roll Tide, we'll see you guys for the preview of next week. You're going to call this guy a magician? You're going to compare him to people like Tim Tebow? Like, what is wrong with you? Are you watching the game that I'm actually watching? I mean, how much does Auburn pay the commentators is what I want to know. I don't know. Do they get a, are they getting free dinner at, at the rib rack down there? I have no idea what's going on. I just want to ask you a quick question. Have you ever thought about bringing a golf ball to a football game? No, but I have thought about bringing a full can of mustard. (laughs) (laughs) 